This podcast replay is brought to you by Caneswear.com. For all your Canes, Dolphins, and Heat needs, visit them at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. Free shipping with online orders over $99. Go to Caneswear.com at Miami Fanware. That's the spot where South Florida fans shop. How you doing, my man? How was the pickleball this weekend? Oh, it was great, man. Uh, ended up finishing in second place. My uh, partner, Elliot Fernandez, and I, we took second in the division. Wish we would have won, but uh, did all right. Did all right for our uh, second tournament together. We finished third and second our first two tournaments. That's pretty good. Okay. I like that. I like that. Where are you guys playing at? Well, we, we play at top-level uh, pickleball uh, in Miami. Uh, they, they run a bunch of tournaments throughout the year, and uh, those guys, JC and, and Ernie, they, they do a great job running all the tournaments. You have guys from all over South Florida, the country Where? coming to play. Uh, we played at the Big Five. We played at the Big Five this past oh, weekend. Really? Right off of 8th Street? Right off of 8th Street, yeah, and uh, 99th Avenue, I think it is, is where it was. That's where they, they held the tournament, and uh, it's a club uh where where i think it's a hundred dollar membership a year something like that and uh you're not, but, you're not cuban if you don't know the big five well absolutely you got you're an honorary cuban if you do know what the big five is in fact <laughs> I mean, so, come on, bro. But brother i haven't been to the big five since the 80s yeah yeah that long wow wow it's a beautiful facility I, now i mean that what the way that they fixed it up is ridiculous i have not been there in decades dude you got to go check it out. If you go, if you start playing pickleball, which I, I think you said you, you, you might am. give it a shot, uh, go, go, go down I there. And- the wife and I are going to, you know, once I get my foot fixed, um, right. I am going to, you know, the next thing is get in shape. I'm, I'm losing weight already. Yeah. As you can see, it's, my face is, it's not round anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm in the process of at least dropping weight. Uh-huh. And uh, that way I can uh, start to get in uh, in shape. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So maybe I will. It's not too far from us. You know yeah. what I mean? But pickleball courts are popping up everywhere, dude. Every park now has, you know, pickleball courts because that thing is just out of control. Great workout for, for people who are a little older like us. And, and what I love about the game, for, for those who haven't played it yet, all ages. You can go out there and play with a 70-year-old, and, and he'll be just as good at, at returning the ball and, and smacking it at you as a, as a 30- or 20-year-old. And, and so that's the fun thing about that. I like it. Uh, dude, um, before I ask you anything, Canes, what, what, are you, what are you looking at, like watching Chip Kelly leave and watching coaches leave head coaching yeah. spots, going to coordinators? So is it just – has the, even the money is not enticing enough to be a babysitter 24-7? Is that what it is? Too much bullshit in college football. That's really what it is. Oh, I mean, it's uh, it, it, guys don't want to deal with the NIL aspect of it. And and you got to think about it. While, while we've all known for years that that, that players get paid, right? We, we've known that uh, college players get induced to pick certain programs. Somebody drops a bag, et cetera. It's an entirely different world now where you have to re-recruit the players on your roster. Before, it was just the... The high school guys, right, or the or, or the uh, the JUCO transfers, right? The guys who were looking to get in. Those are the guys. Now you got to recruit the eighty-five guys on your roster every single year, and uh, if you want to keep them, and you know, find example, the money for example, it. Example: the story now that as the Canes lose, they might lose Nigel Pack. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. like, oh, okay, so you guys aren't any good anymore. Yeah, I'm gonna go get my last year, go get money somewhere else. 
and mm-hmm. I'm leaving you guys now. So then it becomes that much harder for Laranega to rebuild the team again next year because now he's got to also replace Nigel Pack. Right, and 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 it, and it happens to all these group of five schools all the time, which is why you've seen guys that have group of five head coaching jobs leave to go become an assistant coach at a South Carolina or a Georgia State because the money in a lot of ways is equal. And now, hey, what? I don't have the pressure of having to recruit an entire roster. I can just go coach football and 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 recruit my position versus be a guy who's counted on to to worry about an entire football team. So I would uh, imagine Chip Kelly like told. Um, what's uh? I forgot the Ohio Ryan State. Day, Ryan, Ryan Day. Like, okay, hey, I'm coming to coach. I don't want to deal with this recruiting and and, yeah. and I crap and all that. No, no, no problem, coach. We'll handle all the recruiting. You do the coaching. I would imagine that's kind of what Chip Kelly wanted. Chip Kelly just wants to coach and well, and I can tell you, I can tell you all the time. I can tell you a Chip Kelly story just from when I was hanging out with the South Florida Express a couple summers ago, and I called you in the car ride, right? Remember that, yeah. that, 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 that where I did, and I was there with Brandon Ennis, who ended up at Ohio State. Uh, we, we drove to USC, UCLA and USC with the entire South Florida Express football team. Uh, USC put out the red carpet, you know, uh, Lincoln Riley, all the coaches. They gave these guys special access. They uh, let them go inside the building, do all kinds of cool stuff. UCLA – they sent out their like D team to go greet us. Like one of the one of the trainers, uh, somebody in the recruit. No, Chip Kelly was in his office. Never came out to meet any of these kids. He didn't even bother. He didn't care. He didn't want. He didn't want to deal with. Hey, I got to sit here and wine and dine these 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 you know five Punk. star and four star kids. I don't want to deal with that. Right. I just I, I'd rather just go out and use the transfer portal. So so for some guys this was inevitable, and and we've reached the point now where when you have a power two. Right where you have uh, the the Big Ten and the SEC that makes so much more money than everybody else, they're able to pay assistant coaches what head coaches would make in weaker conferences. Wow, that's that's amazing, dude. I mean, it really is uh, the way things have changed, and and the ba- it's just a, a big old babysitting job that you you've got, and 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 people don't want a part of it. Uh, any, I know we talked on Friday. Any movement at all with the coach with the running backs? Coach? Yeah. Well, no, we they, they they had the running backs coach previously. Now they have they settled on the uh, the DB coach Chevis Jackson, who actually I mentioned him to you, uh, maybe two weeks ago when this first went down. When uh, when their previous coach uh, what joined the Bills staff, uh, Coach Adai, uh, because he he coached with Miami's defensive coordinator at Marshall, Chevis Jackson. So it's expected that he's going to be the next uh, DB coach for Miami. Chevis played at LSU, uh, you know, was an SEC guy, has recruited the sec and and the acc territory so uh from from a fit uh you know as long as he works with the defensive coordinator and they get along him and lance gidry uh that's what i kind of expected to happen uh you don't you don't go out and just you know find uh some ridiculously uh good db proven db coach you find a hungry coach at this stage in the game when when you're when you're hiring somebody in february so uh chevis jackson's a guy that wants to rise up the ranks this is a, a raise for him and uh, he gets to work with a with a familiar uh, coordinator in Lance Gidry who who worked with him at Marshall. Dude, is um, what what happens with the Pac-12? Well, they're they're all. I mean, they're everywhere now. You have four of uh, of the former Pac-12 teams that ended up in the Big Ten, and you and I think you had six ended up in the Big Twelve. Uh, the Arizonas, the Colorados, Arizona State, Utah, all those schools, and then the last two. Um, it, it's basically the pack two now. It's Washington State and Oregon State, and uh, you know they're trying to hold on to um, 
their the money that they 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 got for last season, right? Everything that they were able to generate from from are they going to try to bring in schools now? Is that they're, what they're going to they're, they're going to work? They're going to work now with the Mountain West um, to see if they either move into the Mountain West or the Mountain West moves into the Pac-12. They've got a three-year window, I believe, to sort of resolve and get back to a minimum of six teams to remain as a conference. So. Uh, I suspect that what's going to end up happening is they'll end up merging with the Mountain West. They'll probably rebrand it in some capacity and, uh, you know, try to stay on. But they're not going to be they're not going to be viewed as a power conference right now. As it as it stands, it is the power two in a lot of people's eyes, man. It's, it's the Big Ten and the SEC with the ACC and the Big 12 sort of holding on for dear life so they can have one of those, you know, uh, five guaranteed. Uh, college football playoff spots uh, you know they just came out with the 12 team uh, redoing the 12 team playoff format today uh the ncaa officially announced that it's, it's going to have the four power conference uh you know winners uh plus the, the the highest ranked group of five winners so uh for schools like oregon state and and washington state who were left behind uh it's it's try to get it together in the next two to three years and see if there's a way that you can remain uh, in a position to maybe be uh, a group of five conference that earns a spot, you know, with being a highest ranked program, et cetera. And I ask you because they they just announced Teresa Gould as the the commissioner now of the Pac-12, and I'm like, <laughs> what are you bro? That's like, uh, yeah, yeah. the CEO of Velvet Cream Donuts. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, like I said. There's, um, there's crispy, there's candy. <laughs> Where the yeah. fuck is velvet? There's no velvet cream. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, brother. <laughs> I mean, being the CEO of the Pac-12 now, or the Pac-2, or whatever, right? Like uh, that's not that's not a job I really want, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I I think look, obviously, like I said, they're they're trying to re to regroup, and for the Mountain West and these other group of five conferences, schools like San Diego State and Boise State, and, and you know, tr to try to get together with Oregon State and Washington State, you can say you're the best group of five conference, right? If you're able to, to sort of bring those teams in and Oregon State and Washington State remain competitive, which they have been at times. Oregon State was a good team this past year. Uh, Washington State with Mike Leach was respectable uh, before he left from Mississippi State. So those are programs that in the past with the right kind of coach, uh, can be a you know eight nine ten win program and, and be competitive. So we'll see we'll see what happens going forward. But you're right, man. It, it is funny now hearing you know thinking pack two and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, and what where that conference is going? God, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's some sad stuff. All right, what are you working on the athletic so uh, folks can check you out, my friend? Well, today I'm writing a uh, piece on the uh, twelve. Uh, best roster additions since the end of the season, right? Uh, we know spring football is going to start on March 4th. That's when the uh, first practice is supposed to be. So uh, we're looking ahead, doing a little bit of roster conversation. So we'll have the best uh, 12 roster additions. Uh, That'll be coming out probably tomorrow. Uh, and then we'll have a piece on the 12 best returning players from Miami, guys that were on the team last year and who we expect to be major contributors for this coming season. So we'll, we'll, we'll have a little bit of Hurricanes talk uh, on The Athletic there for you to, to check out. All right, follow him on Twitter at Manny underscore Navarro and catch his work here twice a week doing his thing with our Canes Rare Miami Hurricanes report. And please subscribe to The Athletic. Manny, as always, thank you, my brother. We'll catch up later on in the week. Good talking to you. Take care, buddy. Thank you, sir. And don't forget, visit our friends at Canes Rare. Brett, 
all the great people out there, man. They know what they're doing. Jeff, you name it. Uh, guys, uh, rock it out there every single day. They got anything and everything practically with a Canes logo on it. Maybe you need a new light for the bar with a Canes logo on it. They've got that heat gear, inner Miami gear. Hey, the, lead, the, the, the season starts tomorrow. So if you're going to the game or you're going to watch it on television, you're going to a bar, get yourself a little kit, man. Get yourself a jersey. Get yourself, yourself a uh, an Inter-Miami shirt, a messy shirt. Go over there to Canesware, man, 2655 South University Drive in Davie, literally next to Las Spadas, Canesware.com. This podcast replay is brought to you by Canesware.com. For all your Canes, Dolphins, and Heat needs, visit them at 2511 South University Drive in Davie. Free shipping with online orders over $99. Go to Canesware.com at Miami Fanware. That's the spot where South Florida fans shop. All right, all right, all right. Before I get to Manny Isais, thank you, my friend. Remember, you can support the show by making a donation through Cash App or Venmo at Cash Big O Show. And you know my favorite donations are what? Bitcoin donations. Isais, thank you for sending us a little Bitcoin. We love that. That, that See, that's the donation that keeps giving perpetually because it's just going to go up and up and up and up and up. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you, Isais. Manny, how you doing, my friend? You, you got any Bitcoin yet? I have not, brother. I've been too busy coaching soccer and playing pickleball, man. I gotta, I gotta turn my focus to the right place, I guess. You didn't, you didn't get it at sixteen. You didn't get it at twenty-five. You didn't get it at thirty. You didn't get it at forty-five. Come on, <laughs> when are you gonna get on board? I gotta move. I gotta move on this stuff, man. All right, all right. Well, they got their Bitcoin DB coach, I guess, at uh, at the at the U. Is that what it is? Yeah, I finally announced the hiring of uh, Chevis Jackson, who I think was the favorite all along. Uh, just a matter of Mario going through the process and talking to people and doing what he likes to do, which is interview people. He enjoys that for some reason. Um, he's a people and, person, uh, man. He's a people person. Chevis, uh, you know, obviously coached with Lance Gidry at Marshall two years ago and uh, played at LSU. Uh, he's coached at a couple of other places, including Kansas. Uh, but right now, uh, he's going to be a hurricane, uh, DB coach, cornerbacks coach in particular, because Gidry coaches the safeties. So, uh, we'll see what happens, but, uh, big position, you know, cornerback this coming season, not a lot of experience there for Miami. It's got a lot of young guys. We'll see how good of a, of a cornerbacks coach he really is. You know, somebody was asking me now to assess what I'm expecting from the dolphins in the 2024 season. And I'm like, well, we haven't gone through the draft and free agency. First, let's get through free agency, what you lose, what you add. Let's get to a draft, and then I can assess it. What can you assess at this point for the University of Miami? Because I have a hard – see, here's where where I have a hard time setting expectations now for Mario because I know you recruited a bunch of players – uh, I know your, ta- your talent was better last year than it was the year before, but yet when I watch your coaching and I watch the results, yeah. I wasn't impressed. So now I have to kind of grade you on a curve because I'm not impressed by your coaching. I don't think your coaching is a difference maker. So I get you're getting players. So how do I assess this? Am I... Am I expecting the players to carry the coaching staff or is the coaching staff going to catch up and pass the players and kind of put them in the positions that they need 
to be successful. What do I do with the Canes football team? Because I have a hard time setting any kind of real expectations more than a seven or eight win team again. Yeah, it's tough to do because, you know, this is year three of, of the of the quote unquote rebuild as Mario likes to call it. And you got yourself, you know, one of the more coveted quarterbacks in the transfer portal on Cam Ward. And I think, you know, as a University of Miami fan, you know that, hey, the last time Miami went into the portal and got a quarterback, Derek King turned out to be pretty good yeah. his first year, right? It was fun. They went eight and three with him. And I think you look at Cam Ward and you see a lot of similarities to Derek King. He's a guy who can who can extend plays with his legs, uh, a guy who's sort of a dual threat. He's actually um, more accurate than than King. Right, right. But but in terms of just what they do on the right, field, no, no, right? The I, fact I got you. It's, it's not your traditional drop back passer, a guy that gives you a different wrinkle um, than what you had with Tyler Van Dyke. Mm-hmm. You have to think, well, you've improved there, right? You've improved in the quarterback room and Tyler Van Dyke sort of wore out his welcome with, with the interceptions as the season went on. So you think you've upgraded there. I think you look at the offensive line, you say, well, that's still a very strong unit, right? So he's going to have time to throw the football. You look at receiver, he's got two of the top returning receivers in the ACC. So from an offensive perspective, right, you got Mark Fletcher, you've got uh, some other guys in the backfield that, are, that were highly touted. You think, okay, maybe this is a better offense this year. Then you flip over to the defensive side and you say, well, you, you lost James Williams, you lost Cam Kitchens. Uh, who, who maybe, you know, weren't superstars, but certainly going to get drafted in the NFL. They left the year early. That right. puts you in a hole in the secondary. You lose a couple of other experienced guys at cornerback. Um, I think they did well at, uh, on the defensive line in the portal. Elijah Olsen's going to be a really good player. I think, you know, getting a, a key Mesador back is going to help. So I think it's a better football team, right, on paper, based on what they did. I think it's a better football team just alone with Cam Ward. But – to sit here and, and and project on February 23rd and say Miami's going to win 10 games uh, when really we still have to go through another transfer portal cycle. Oh, by the way, you know, we right. <laughs> this uh, this spring we're going to see how many guys Miami loses or picks up in the portal because there's another window. So it's just really hard. I, I think they're a better football team. I think we can say that w- with some conviction, um, but. I don't know that what that translates to in terms of wins and losses. I think uh, the schedule's favorable. It's not loaded with um, superpowers. Florida's down. Uh, there's some other ACC teams on the schedule that are just okay. Uh, we're so, watching our boys lose to mediocre and shitty teams, dude. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not even worried about good teams. I'm worried about anybody on the schedule now. I've. I. I you know. I right. feel. I feel like Scarface getting interviewed. You know and. And getting all pulled all over the place. Say, hey, you can't do anything to me that Castro has not done already. I've already yeah. lost to FIU. I've already lost to what, what was that uh, team in uh, uh, Appalachian State? Uh, I almost lost to what was it? No, Mid- Middle Tennessee State. They didn't Middle lose Tennessee State. That's in Middle Tennessee State. Lost to Georgia Tech. I mean. Lost to Rutgers in the bowl game. Lost to Rutgers. Yeah. Just why don't you just keep, you know, bitch slapping me here while at it? You know what I'm saying? So I worry about every, that's that's exactly the point of my question. Is that yeah. no matter what you added, I'm still nervous as hell about well, anything that goes on with this team, dude. God. Mario has to prove that he can get this program to, to play at the level. He still hasn't gotten there. They still have yet to prove that they can play like the old University of Miami. Nobody no has done that. No Mark way. Rick did it 
with a lot of smoke and mirrors in 2017, and then it all fell apart down the stretch yeah. when they lost to Pittsburgh and the ACC championship and then the bowl game. So nobody, nobody in 20 years has been able to get Miami to look like Miami again. Why do I think Mario Cristobal will? Because I think he has gotten the talent level in a lot of ways better than others have had it. And I get it. People have said, well, Miami's had talent for years. I disagree. I ha- look at the NFL. I have one. It's not sco- the same level. I have one school for you: Texas A and M. Class yeah. after class, and Jimbo didn't get it done. And class after class, so right. you know sometimes I get you can bring in the talent. You know what I'm saying? And and Shula right. was bringing in decent talent, but then here comes some guy named Nick, and yeah. all of a sudden it's you know different results. At Alabama, you know what I'm saying? So that I just, I still need to see Mario. And that's where, I, it's funny, I can't put, I, I can't, I'm not even putting any expectations on this team anymore right now. I can't. You, you can't. You can't until, I mean, it's been 20 years. I mean, what, they, what, what expectations do they deserve? I, I mean, I, I know the uh, Las Vegas came out with nine and a half wins as the, the win total, some of the early numbers uh, for this coming season. That was after adding Cam Ward. Nine and a half should be what it is every year at Miami, yeah. right? Like based on what your your talent background is, that should always be the number yeah. until the next coach can come in here and and get them to a national championship contending level. I don't know that that, that Miami will ever get to that. I said that 15 years ago. I know. To my editor, Walter Villa. I no, said you've that. Said I said, I don't know that Miami, you've said it on this show. You've said it on this show for years. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I, I don't know that they will ever get back there because it's a different ball game in college football and – the, the way power has shifted now to conference, it didn't matter before what conference you were in, right? Miami dominated when they were an independent. They got to the Big East. They kicked everybody's ass. It didn't matter. It matters now what conference you're in. It matters. It's going to matter when it comes to the playoff spots. It's going to matter. I mean, look at FSU. Went 13-0 and got left out of the party. Why? Because they were in the ACC. So I don't know how much more evidence you need that it matters what what conference you're in. And, and, and that's not the way college football was when Miami was successful. So no. right now they're in an inferior conference. And, and they're Mario an inferior team. And they're an inferior yeah. team. Let's be honest now. And let me, let me lead you to something that I just thought of that I don't think most of us are not thinking about this because we're not playing chess and looking ahead mm-hmm. of time. So FSU's gotten, gotten kind of cold with this whole transfer crap and get the hell out of the conference and all that. And there might be a loophole that they could try to challenge or whatever. Okay. Let's say it never happens. Fine. But let's say it does happen. And then there's a loophole and they find their way out. If you're the University of Miami, you have to realize from here on out Nobody is bringing you along anymore because of your logo. Your reputation died years ago because it's been so long, it doesn't even exist anymore. So if these two power conferences want to grow more in the future and add a few more teams, it behooves Miami to turn this program around with a quickness in the next couple of years and become a really sexy powerhouse. So that way, the Big Ten or the SEC say, oh, no, no, we can use that now. We can use that now. But if you're an also-run, which is what the, the Canes are, they're a middling team, 
At best, they're a middling team, by the way. At, on their best years, they're a middling team. If not, they're lesser than that. They have lost all their luster. And so what you need to do is get back on track and become a monster again so you can become that sexy girl that everybody wants to take to the prom because that was part of their sexiness when even they were an independent. And, it, you know, yep. it got to a point where, you know, people were afraid to play them, but they still took them on because it brought ratings and it brought fans and all kinds of stuff. The use, you know, that, that shit is dying for them. They really need to get back to being relevant so they can get to the big bucks again because if they don't get relevant, I don't know how they join the party of the SEC or the Big Ten. And that's why I really... I've said, and I'm not trying to be over dramatic when I said this when Mario got hired, but I basically said if he if he doesn't pan out, this yeah. might be over yeah. for Miami. It might just be done, right? Because I don't know that you can resurrect uh, a program that's been dormant for that long, especially in the world that we're living in now. As I that's... mentioned, where the SEC and Big and and Big Ten are at such a huge advantage, and and once you fall out of it, there's really no coming back. Um, Remember, there point. wasn't big money. Coaches right. weren't getting paid. There, 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 there wasn't anything like what there used to be when, when the when the U was the U. College mm -hmm. football was nothing, bro. You you could find coaches left and right. Now the up and coming coaches are scooped up right away, and they're paid a boatload of money. And because of all, everything that's established now, you nailed it. The, the roadmap that existed then allowed a, a pirate to come out of anywhere and become, you know, uh, everything. Now, an independent will die in today's world. It's just, it's just not going to happen for you, man. It really won't. And, that, and that's what makes, you know, you, you kind of have to watch Notre Dame as well, right? Notre Dame for years has been able to survive on its brand name, but they also haven't won a national title in a long time either. Yeah. And, and uh, but you they know, have they've, the they've had... They have the network power. They've had, they've had the network, but they've also been very, very resistant to joining the Big Ten for a long time. Is that going to change in the next five oh, years? Oh, it will. It I will. Think, I it, think so. I they think had so. the luxury of doing that. Now right. the conference money has caught up and maybe even passed them. So now right. they're going to then have to – now they're going to have to get into the fold. But at the moment, mm -hmm. for decades, they didn't have to. They could be their own standing brand. It, that's yeah. not going to happen anymore with what the Big Ten and the SEC are doing. It's too much of a power move, bro. Too much. Yeah, and 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 this whole expansion now to fourteen teams, and and you know the SEC wanting to have four guaranteed teams in the Big Ten, and it, it this is this is what they were plotting all along, brother. This is what it was all about. Yeah. It's uh, shorten, you know, close the size of the club, only let certain people in, and you know those people share the money. So. Miami's time is now. They need Mario Cristobal to get this thing rolling. Right now, you have a lot of people who have invested money into into Mario and the program, and they're getting you know these players here through NIL. Um, he's got to win. He's got to yeah. win. He's yeah. got to get this thing back. Yeah, he, he definitely does, man. Uh, so, uh, but by the way, uh, are you you're you're an Apple guy, right? Yes. Did you did you download Apple Sports? I have not. Dude, you should download check it out. You should download Apple Sports because you put all your favorite teams, right? And like, mm -hmm. you know, yesterday I I you know, like you see the app and I have 
you know, FAU, FIU, men's, women, UM. Nice. Uh, and it's all there, uh, you know, and then, you you know, like if you want, you tap into the, uh, the, the Florida Panthers one, the Canes and all that. And it's actually really cool. And I ask you about this. One, you should get it because everybody should have it because yeah. you can control it. And every day you have just your, your local games. You have them all there. Uh, but uh, your broadcast debut, my brother. Talk to me. Yes. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Oh, uh, last night I called my first uh, college basketball game for ESPN Plus with uh, AJ Ricketts, who's super talented. He's only 31 years old, though. This guy is a, is a rising star, UM grad. Uh, works for FIU and, and is one of their play-by-play guys. Really, really talented. But he he did a great job setting uh, a, an old sports writer up to uh, pretend to be a, a color analyst for for two hours. Oh, please, you can and thankfully, it. the game was uh, the game was good. FIU won seventy six seventy one. It was uh, a really uh, thrilling second half, as thrilling as it can be for a team that's only won nine games this year and struggled. Yeah. But the, the ladies uh, are the, the, the ladies are the ones having a good season actually. And they right, lost. Right. And they lost, I believe, last night, I think, unfortunately. Right? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what happened. So, yeah. uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's fun. I'm getting an opportunity to do that stuff with FIU now, call a few games and, and expand my horizons a little bit. And, you know, it's ESPN Plus, which I know some people you got to pay for, right? You got to have the extra access. But that's yeah. the world we live in now. And But hopefully I get some more opportunities to call some games in the future. I, I know I'm going to be doing some baseball and some softball games and maybe football down the road. Nice, nice. Weren't you on the call with uh, George Richards on the softball? Yes, that's right. That's we, right. We, we did softball for one inning, and then the uh, the new equipment that they installed at the softball stadium crapped out on us after one <laughs> inning, and so George and I sat what? there uh, just watching the game for four innings, and then uh, they, they waved us off and said, hey, we're, we're trying to get this thing fixed. Uh, we're re- we apologize. You'll still get paid. Uh, thanks for showing up. So uh, this was my real debut. Yeah. Uh, ESPN+. Yeah. Plus. Well, I listened to the one inning. Yeah. Well, well, welcome to the reality of, uh, of this world, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah, it happens. It happens, man. And live, and there's nothing like live, bro. You can't hide. You know what I'm saying? So that's uh, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. All right, my brother, what do you got going on in the athletics so folks can check you out? Well, I mean, look, spring football is going to start March 4th. Miami's opening camp then, and and people probably want to say, well, who who do they still have, and who left, and who are they bringing in? I, I did a couple of articles this week, uh, looking at the 11 best transfer uh, transfer slash. Uh, recruiting additions to the roster. I ranked those guys, and then I did a, a, a 24. So you got 35 players that I that I wrote about uh, as far as spring football and and you know just what this team is going to look like. The, essentially, the 35 most important players going into uh, the start of camp. Love it. All right, man. Follow him on Twitter at Manny underscore Navarro, and where you can keep up with his broadcast schedule. You already got a next game or what? Yes, I will be doing FIU baseball. I, I think, yeah, FIU baseball. I think it's March 4th. They play Seton Hall, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so I'll cool. be doing, uh, that's like a Monday night, uh, 6 p.m. I know Seton Hall is not necessarily a baseball power, but uh, hey, you know what? It's uh, it's another game for me to call, and, and I'll be on there with AJ again. So that'll be that'll Have be some fun. fun, bro. Get some experience. Do it, man. Play-by-play and color you, is thank fun, you. bro. It's fun. It's fun stuff. It is. All right, Manny. Thank you, my brother. Have a great weekend. All right, I'll take care, man. You See got you it. Canesware, baby, all you need is our code, Big O10, whether you're online at canesware.com, and if you order over $99, you're going to get free shipping. You use our code, Big O10, you will get 10% off. If you go in person at 2655 South University Drive in Davie, 
You can use our code, Big O10, and you will get it off. They got anything and everything with the Canes logo on it. They've got Inter-Miami gear, Messi jerseys, Messi shirts, Miami Heat, Miami Marlins, Florida Panthers. What else am I missing? Am I missing anything else? All the local teams. They've got them there at Canes where go say Hi to Brett and Jeff and all the amazing people out there. They know how to get it done at canesware.com.